What up, what up, what up? You're now listening to the Go Talk Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Travia Scott, and my brother, Eric Scott. We're going to be bringing you the greatest basketball conversation of all time. We're going to talk basketball, basketball, and hmm, basketball. So if you want to become a part of the family, become a part of the conversation, subscribe, share, and tell a friend. We're located on various streaming platforms such as Google Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Thank you, and enjoy the pot. Yo. Yo, what up, man? What's going on, man? What's the deal? Nothing much, man. Let's break down this uh, 76ers game, man. Man, what, man? I mean, I just, you know, I just feel like I need a milk carton. And and on the side (laughs) of it, I need to put a goddamn picture (laughs) of Cal Lowry. Or the, the all yeah, known as Kyle Lowry. <laughs> formerly, I swear that was his last year. He shouldn't have been an all star this year. Um, you could have gave somebody like, I mean, John Collins, yes, he's in the second year. And I'm going to, you know, we're Atlanta Hawks fans. So, we're, of course, we're biased. But yeah, I would have gave some, like, Pascal Siakam could have got his all star spot, man. Really? Like, come on. Like, I mean, you know, like, you know a guy like D'Angelo Russell had to barely make it in the game where he should have, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. man, messed with Kyle Lowry. Who's going to pick Kyle? Yo, I I remember watching the uh, All-Star draft and Giannis was like, uh, Kyle Lowry told me not to pick him last. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yo, he, he would have been picked last and a half. Like, dude, you would have been picked behind the way, man. Well, like, he was on that board like, forever. Like, him and Bron were like, I don't need that guy. I don't want that guy. Yeah, Bron was like, I don't need that guy. I already beat that guy, yeah, man. That guy's dead to me. <laughs> but tell, tell me what you saw from the game last night, man. Yeah, I watched the first uh, half of the game. I did. I couldn't uh, watch the rest of it. But what I saw. Pretty much um, the same for me. <laughs> I saw that Kawhi. Is a great, you know, individual score again. Like Kawhi was getting buckets whenever he wanted, like just period. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 he want a bucket, he gonna get that bucket. Tough shot, easy shot, he was getting it. But what I like, you know, that I saw was, you know, the Sixers look good, man. Like they look like they're figuring it out. You know, like you know, that first game was a punch in the mouth. And they were like, okay, well, cool. Like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start moving the ball. Jimmy Butler, you know, he's been huge, and they were just looking like a real complete team. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much on the same page with you, man. Like, um, I watched probably probably a good bit of the first half. Um, I noticed that they were playing Jimmy at backup point yeah. guard. Simmons was off the floor and everything looked different. Like 
the ball moved, seemed like it moved more. Like, it, and I saw like Jimmy pull up for like a, uh, he pulled up for like a mid range jumper. He went off a screen and pulled up. And I was like, yo, <laughs> I just was like, yo, Ben Simmons cannot do that. It just changes the whole game when your ball handler can actually create offense uh, for themselves. A straight line to the rim, breakaway dunk. Like we don't need that all the time. Sometimes we need we need that spacing. We need patience. We need you know, we need all of that. And like Jimmy was giving them everything. And then you know, Joel and B was big in the second half. Man, the thing I noticed. I mean, going back to what was that game three or game two? I noticed that um, Ben Simmons might like it on off of a, a rebound on a, a defensive rebound. Um. Ben Simmons might bring the ball past half court, but he would like immediately hand the ball to Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy would like really be the one to dribble the ball into you know inside the arc and like really make some things happen. And I was like, man, like you know Ben Simmons, then, then of course I like, just kind of disappeared from the play. You know, like, he would go stand out in the corner, and honestly, like, who the hell is gonna guard Ben Simmons in the corner? You know, like that's <laughs> like he might as well put him on, you know, on the, you know, you know, just he's in the abyss, he's in a sunken place out there, like yeah. no one. But you're right, man. Like when you actually have someone that can create something for themselves and for their teammates, well, now you know that offense looks like it's the real deal. And Tobias Harris is yeah. kind of just filling the gaps. Like you know, you need somebody to hit an open shot. Tobias gonna hit the open shot. You need somebody to grab a rebound and make an extra pass. You know, he just kind of gets in where he fits in. Yeah, I really think Philly's going to have to really address that uh like they you know I I almost hated for TJ McConnell because you know TJ TJ McConnell's uh, McConnell has been like really big for them this yeah. season. And you know, because Jimmy was playing that backup point guard basically, you know, it, you know, TJ doesn't really get, you know, the minutes he really deserves. But that's, you know, you blame that on Ben Simmons, yeah. man. Like, you know, until Ben Simmons can shoot, you know, TJ McConnell would be more than a capable backup point guard. He's scrappy. He got that, you know, Della Double streak. You know, he, he, he has that, you know, he's real scrappy. He can play defense. He can shoot a little bit. And, you know, he can – he's steady ball handler. But, you know, because Ben Simmons can't shoot and <laughs> – Ben Simmons is really almost unplayable, man. He, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to go as far as that. You know, he's not, you know, Kyle Lowry levels. But, like, them two are almost in the same, you know, same vein. Um, it's like one of those things where, yeah. like, you know, in today's day, day and age, like, you know, if you, if, you, if you miss the game, you know what I'm saying, you, or you didn't see the whole game, the first thing you're going to do, you're going to pull up your app and, you know, you're going to check. You're gonna check the scores, right? You're gonna check the box score. You're gonna see yeah. who got how many points, who got the rebounds, who got the assists. And you know, of course, you know that's not a fair way to evaluate how a basketball game, you know, unfolded. But when you see two or three games in a row, and Ben Simmons is around that, you know, eight points, five rebounds, five assists, or he might just, you know, he might explode for thirteen points. You know what I'm saying? And it's like nah, that, that's it. Explosion for Ben is really like eighteen. Right. You know, I've seen Ben drop 30 maybe one time, and that's like, I'm like, how did you even get that? (laughs) (laughs) Run back the tape. (laughs) Like, I need to see that. I need to see a Ben 30-point game? Wow. The eye test 
you know, the eye test backs up the numbers. Like, when you watch Philadelphia play, you know, you have to, like, you know, you get caught up in B. He's doing great things. He's hitting threes. He's bullying yeah. people. He's got the flair, the personality. He's egging on the crowd. You see Jimmy Butler doing, you know, grown man things. And, you know, you see, you know, Tobias doing stuff. And then you have to think about it. You say, hold on, what have I seen from – I haven't seen Ben Simmons in a while. But he's actually on the court. <laughs> you know, he's actually on the court. But he just have not seen him do anything. Like, he might get he might get a deflection. You know, he deflects a pass. And then, you know, he gets out on the fast break. But just within the flow of the game, he's a bystander for the most part, man. Yeah. Ben really needs to – I mean, if he doesn't work on his jump shot – uh well, I don't know. Luckily, Magic Johnson is not a Laker anymore, so he can you know work with Magic yeah. Johnson or something. Like he needs to buy Magic Johnson's jump shot, <laughs> get him some more VC or whatever, man. Get this man something because if you if that's what the guy they brought in to help you be the close, why you think they they brought Jimmy there yeah. to be the quote unquote closer? You know, like. I mean, you don't need a whole player to be your closer. Like, usually your closer is your primary ball handler, yeah. your best player, whatever. Like, and you have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the court. You know, you really don't need a quote-unquote closer if Ben Simmons can shoot. You know, I, that's really it. You know, <laughs> you, you, most times you're not going to close a game trying to, you know, get a dunk at the rim, but that's the reality if you're trying to close a game with Ben Simmons. But with Jimmy, <laughs> buckets, Jimmy can give you a bucket. Can Jimmy bucket. can give you a – he can give you a step-back right. jumper. He can, you know, turn around, fade away. He can – he got a little he, – he can get in his bag and get you that bucket. But on the other hand, Ben Simmons is just – Oh. Let me ask you this. But you know, if Ben Simmons, if yeah, ben go ahead. Simmons was six foot four, would he be an NBA player? He would not be an NBA player. <laughs> and if he were, he would be on the very, very, very fringes of the <laughs> league, man. Simply, simply because of his like defensive, you know, if, if Ben Simmons were like a six four, uh six four is basically market. Markel Fultz, and then, like, like for real, for real, he's you know six four, ridiculous wingspan, handled the ball crazy, but Ben Simmons couldn't shoot in college. But this is basically Ben Simmons is Markel Fultz, six ten version. Like seriously, and people don't want to say that. Like he really is. I just like he is six ten Markel Fultz. And hey man, I'm a little higher on Markel Fultz than you are, but go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you that. You know, he but he he's 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 sixteen Markel Fultz, <laughs> and I can't I can't hide that comparison from him. Like, he's, I'm I'm sorry. Unless they that's something they really need to address as an organizational standpoint. They're like, buddy, you know, you spent your whole rookie season sitting out. Right, okay. Right. Second season, you didn't come back. You know, you came back handling the ball. You want to play point guard. We let you do that. No jumper. Okay, cool, cool. Summertime, you know, you, you don't work on anything, <laughs> man. You five jumpers the whole year, dude. Like, come on, man. It is. It's, <laughs> we. <laughs> 
we traded away Markel because we can have two non-shooting guys. Right. Like, and you're we, handicapping how much you can like, develop the rest of the team because you only have one non-shooter yeah. on the court like that. Yeah, it's like you're six ten. We make and move you to power four later on down the line, <laughs> but you know we can't just have two you know supposedly primary ball handlers being non shooters, especially in today's NBA. Can't do it. Can't like, do it. You can't handle the rock and not be able to shoot and not be able to take advantage if somebody goes under on the screen. You got to be able to punish even rock. You know? Like even Rondo will pull up. Like even like just make it. Even if you miss, you, you know, know make them make you miss, man. I, I, I'll do one. I'll give Ben a little bit more credit. I just thought about this. If he, if he was six four, I, I, I might, I might give him a Dennis Schroeder. But you know, Dennis Schroeder actually shoots the ball. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, he really Dennis, does. Dennis can get hot and, and make some shots. Never mind. I, I'm sorry, Dennis Schroeder. That's 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 offensive. Yeah, you, you kind of Dennis, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Dennis. You remember Dennis used to, you know, he he, he me right full up, man. Shooter, my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, but that's that's is is, but but for real though, like you said, but when when Jimmy's handling the rock and they push and they push Ben down to that power forward type position when he's working out a low post, it works. It works. It, it works. works. It really does. Like it, 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 it works because everybody's in their almost natural positions as, you know, you move Jimmy to – Jimmy's been a primary ball handler. You know, he's played the wing. He's played the combo guard, even though he's a, he's basically a wing, but he's had to play that, you know, primary ball handler the world. So he knows how to do it. Ben Simmons was a power forward in college, man. <laughs> and, and it wasn't an illustrious college career. Like, it was a college career. Of, yeah, really he was like, I know I'm going number one, so I'm going to go to LSU. And uh, I'm gonna just put in like half a season's work. I'm not really trying to even make the NCAA tournament. I'm just trying to let y'all know I'm yeah. here to get drafted number one. Like it wasn't even, yeah. it wasn't a story to fair. Like he just, you know, he just kind of did what he had to do to get drafted. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you don't work on your jumper the summer. Like, is it really that, bro? Like that's, I want to see. You can tell somebody's been working on some. Especially at the beginning of the season, they're trying all this nah, stuff. They're man. opening up. their game. He has work. I remember like, seeing the video. Like, what's that life? That life league. I think it was well, it was some kind of summer league he was in, and he was putting up a couple of jumpers, yeah. man. Like he he was looking like, nah, man, nah, I'm about to do this thing, but he probably doesn't have any confidence in it. Yeah, you can tell the way I've I've seen him shoot and shoot around a few times, and it just you know he he looks like he can hit him. In practice mode, but you know, in practice, game shoot around, all of that is totally different. And the fact that you haven't even—I don't even know—does he attempt them in like their team practices? <laughs> I, I really want to know that for real. Like, does he attempt some type of jumper? But I've seen—you know—I've seen a couple highlights of him take. Like, it's—it's it's, the fact that you taking a jumper is an actual highlight. <laughs> that's. You know, but the way we're talking about Philadelphia, you would think that well, Taco. What about the Toronto Raptors? Did you see last night that made you was? You know, I know we only really watched the first half. But we, well, I do you have know, a lot to say about them. Well, I have something to say. But before I say that, I will say, hats off to the the. I don't know who the general manager is. Is that Elton Brand? Yes, Elton Brand for the for the seven. Oh, it is. You know, hats off. Former. Whoever made the choice to bring Tobias Harrison. 
obviously said, look, Ben Simmons is going to hold us back by not being a shooter, so let's bring in one of the most versatile, you know, wings for us in the NBA, and that's going to get us where we need to be. So hats off to that. That's a, that was a great trade. That's probably the best trade of the season to get, you know, to buy it really from was. Philadelphia. That's, that was an amazing move. Um, but, uh, yo, yeah, here's the thing about the 70s. I mean, the uh, Toronto Raptors, and we talked about this earlier in the regular season. Because Kawhi took off, what, how many games did he miss? 25? Like, he missed a lot of games. 20. He missed basically a fourth he of the season, like, season, you know. And that's probably one of the reasons he's so lethal right now, because he's well-rested. Um, but, yeah, well, but what we saw, no aches, no, aches, no pains. <laughs> he is ready to go. Um, but the thing we've noticed, thing I noticed, I know you noticed it, um, the games he didn't play, the the ball movement was so great. You know, Kyle Lowry, like, yeah. it's the reason why Kyle Lowry has so many assists on the season because he would, like, get 13, 14 assists when, when, um, when old boy didn't play. You know, that went down to maybe eight or nine. I mean, down to eight. That's still good. But it went down to maybe seven or eight when, when Kawhi played because Kawhi was so, so ball dominant. It's like two different teams throughout the regular season. When Kawhi played, they played the same way they're playing now in the playoffs, which is pretty much, you know, we're going to hop on Kawhi's cape and let us, you know, and let him fly us to victory. But when he didn't play, it was more so of a beautiful offense. The ball moved and, you know, people hit shots. And the problem with that is what I'm seeing, what I saw last night and for the last couple games is they don't have enough talent to – I mean, Philadelphia is too talented for Kawhi to beat them by himself, you know. And they can't just really, you know – they can't just ride him to victory. Even though Pascal Siakam is, is, is a grown man, he's doing his thing. You know, but they, they, you know, Philadelphia is just too well put together right now for Kawhi, as good as he's been, you know what I'm saying, to, like, just beast out and, and, and beat those guys, especially on the road. You know, and that's what I saw last night. It was just, like, no matter how good they were, you know, when, when Kawhi sat down, <laughs> you got to see how much of a, you know, discrepancy uh, or disparity and talent there was between the two teams. But as soon as Kawhi got a breather, it was over. Like, Toronto couldn't do anything. They couldn't string together any kind of offense. Um, and Philadelphia got whatever they wanted uh, offensively. So it was – I don't know, man. Like, I I feel like from game one, the whole world was convinced that Toronto was going to sweep these guys or maybe win in five to, like, now it's like, I don't even know if Toronto can win another game. I think Toronto can win another game. I think they, you know, they honestly, they can't afford to go down 3-1, but I feel like this is a team, like anything is possible against this Philadelphia team because I'm still not believing after 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 last night, you know, I'm really, you, you can convince me half-heartedly to be like, yeah, the Philadelphia 7 is going to go ahead and put away this series. You can convince me of that, yeah, they might put it away in five. But, you know, based on what I've seen from them uh, throughout the season and based on what I've seen from the Raptors, I definitely think the Raptors can get another game or two. They can honestly take, you know, the series isn't lost on Toronto's part. But as far as Philadelphia, it might be within reach to go ahead and get, a get you know, a win if they continue clicking like this. But what you were saying about, you know, the whole – Yes, um, Philly can win off talent alone. Seriously, yeah. you know, you you get as soon as they got Tobias Harris, it was like, yo, this is the you know second or maybe third if you if you say Boston's a little bit better as far as 
talent and depth and you know well Philly's Philly's not really deep yeah, but as far deep, as no, talent no, no, <laughs> top you know talent it's really you know Philly yeah, Philly's up probably the best starting five in the NBA outside of Golden State like just talent wise yeah yeah like so Kawhi Kawhi having a you know he's he's going to have to average you know his points he's going to have to get his buckets Simply the fact because, you know, in the playoffs, the game slows down and it predicates more on that one-on-one type of scoring. You know, um, I was watching something on YouTube today. It was, it was a clip of, a, you know, Stan Van Gundy. He was saying, um, you know, they were asking him, like, is the mid-range shot more valuable than the three in the playoffs? And it's like, it may be because you see all these teams taking all these threes and those can – Almost shoot you out of yeah. the game if you go to miss it. Yeah. And, you know, almost every player can hit a mid-range jumper at least. So, you know, I'm okay with all this pace and space. And, you know, for Philly part, you know, not Philly, but uh, Toronto, they, you know, they, they rely on the three a lot. But you got guys, you know, guys like Kawhi, they take those mid-range shots. You know, Pascal, yeah. too, he's nice with it. Pascal is crafty, so you those are those are their two guys. And when it really hurts them when Kyle doesn't show it. Man, Kyle Lowry. Man, he doesn't show seven points. Like, so, so, it hurts them bad. So between game one and game four, he has what, like seven points? Like what, what, what's going on? That yeah, hurts. Like, that hurts. I don't know, man. It hurts them bad. And it's like, yo, you gotta and, and it feels like because of Bob, they got guys on the team. They they're not like the talent gap is big only up top, but I feel like as far as depth, you look at the whole team, whole roster type thing, they're closer than one might think. I wonder. And it's, no, go ahead, go ahead. And it's like, you know, Cal, when Kyle Lowry doesn't show up, you know, you got guys like Ibaka, Marcus Saul, all of them, you know, like Fleet. It feels like they they want to fill in the cracks a little bit more when Cal Lowry does show up, but when he's when he doesn't, they know that you know, you know, it, it just doesn't work. Cal has to show yeah. up. He's the third guy. When your star don't show up, it it, it kind of leads some of your role players to look at you kind of sideways, and it, it just doesn't work for real. Cal has to show up for Whether real. Cal wants to own up to it or not. He's a leader on that team. Like you don't, there's no way you can make an all-star team and not be a leader of the team. Like it's just hand in hand. Like yeah, and he's been there how many years? Like he's been there was uh, no longer. He's been there forever. Like he's the longest tenured uh, Raptor at this point on the team. Now that DeRozan's yeah. gone, so just out of tenure and out of skill and performance, like you are a leader. And other guys are role players. Danny Green's a role player. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who does Danny Green play for them? I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm so used to him being a spur. I'm like, hold on, Danny Green. But yeah, Danny Green's a role player. You know what I'm saying? Van Bleet's a role player. Like, role players usually fall in line behind their leadership. You know? Like, that's just the, how it works in the playoffs. If your stars, if the stars pave the way, and, you know, then the role players usually have a good game. Like you said, when Kyle Lowry's out here selling ass, you know, he's, man, I mean, He's gonna. The, the, what are the other guys gonna do? They're gonna start thinking like, "Oh man, it's gonna be one of those nights." Oh hell, it's gonna be one of those nights. Nice. 
him sideways like dang dude you can't you can't because you know what Kawhi and Pascal are gonna do they've raised their level of play and even if Pascal has maybe an off game you can excuse him but it's like Calvary the offs are more than the ons and it's like it's unexcusable more you you can't I'm not giving Kyle Lowry any more passes. No, nah, he's done. No more passes because we've seen good Kyle Lowry. And good Kyle Lowry is a yeah. really good point guard. Like he, could, he could drain the three. He can make the right pass. Yeah. He's, he's, he's somewhat okay defensively. Like, good Kyle Lowry is a good player in the NBA. But back – Like, two seasons Kyle, Kyle Lowry was probably his best best season, you know, two seasons yeah, ago. But key, now – Now I think he's just washed. Like, he's they, – man, they should trade him for whatever they can get for him. Maybe a second round pick and like just you know rebuild, you know like they might end up rebuilding that around Siakam if, if this series falls apart because because yeah. uh, Kawhi is gone and uh, <laughs> if they lose the series, Kawhi is gone. I don't know. If I'm Kawhi, I'll be like, look, you keep me on that same little rest plan <laughs> and get it, get 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 Kyle Lowry the fuck <laughs> up out of here. I am totally good, bro. I'll be here. You know, I'll be. I've been thinking about. This because this is one of the most intriguing free agents, you know, upcoming free agents in the NBA, in my opinion. You know, Kimba Walker, you know, uh, you know, what if you know, if if same team they get rid of Kyle Lowry, send him somewhere crazy like Phoenix or something, and um, and you get you sign Kimba and you keep Kawhi, does that team where, where does that team fall in the east? Um, I think that team will probably, I mean, it would be about the same because I think you would maybe lose a little bit more distributing with, uh, with Kyle, with Kyle gone and, you know, you're placing that with Kimba, but you won't in a playoff series. That's a more formidable opponent as far as, you know, that, uh, Kimba Walker is going to show up. He's going to show up. That's, that's, he's, you know, the step back jumper, you know, he's one of those guys who perfected that. You, you're, he's anonymous with the game winner step back. You know, you're not going to get a zero out of (laughs) Kimba. Kimber will go out shooting. He'll shoot the lights out before that happens. I mean, he would take 25 shot attempts before he walks out with a zero. Like, it just won't happen. Yeah, but I got purposes. I think that's a better team. I think that team, that team. I mean, with him, I mean, it's all hypothetical. You know, it has nothing to do with the series. But I just feel like if since you said Kawhi might stay, if Kawhi stays, they got to swap out. They got to swap out Kyle Lowry with somebody. They really do. But man, I got to get into work right here. I'm um, gonna talk about this later. And. Yeah, man. All right, man. I'm going to holler at you tomorrow. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Goat Talk Podcast. Co-hosted by yours truly, Travis Scott, and my brother, Eric Scott. Together with the Scott Bros, and we're bringing you the greatest basketball conversation of all time. Become a part of that conversation or the fam by subscribing. We're located on various streaming platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, 
Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Thanks. And be a goat. Bye.